Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast on a mission to inspire a world where food makes us better. A world where we all know how to use food to make ourselves better and get and to get the most out of this life. This is what this podcast is ultimately all about, getting most out of yourself and out of this life and having the most awesome experience ever. And guys, happy Monday. It's new week, new beginning. This week, it's going to be the beginning of new months. So time to uh, focus on your priorities, on your goals, on your direction. Like, where are you moving this week? What do you want to accomplish? And most importantly, what are you committed to accomplishing? Like, wanting to accomplish something is not the same as committing to it. Because commitment means you schedule action and you take those actions that in your mind, in your heart, with all the honesty, you believe that this action is going to bring you results that you want. However uncomfortable they are, take those actions. They're going to lead to the transformation that you seek. Without actions, without new things you try to do, uh, you're not going to achieve anything new. If there is anything I learned in my life, you know, that is this. If you don't take uncomfortable new actions, you're not going to get new results that you want to have in your life. Besides that, besides Monday and all the motivational speaking and thinking and planning, um, guys, today I'd like to bring to you Seven habits that Anna from Switzerland, actually, originally, I think she was from Poland. Not sure, but that's what I think. Uh, Anna and 100 plus of people I worked with use, use, uh, uh, using and use to uh, stop overeating. And overeating, uh, guys, it's a problem that can screw up in so many ways. Like, if you don't manage your eating habits, um, and you are, and you do put, uh, junky foods on a regular basis, uh, maybe even daily, uh, in your body, like, just understand this, uh, that your brain, your body, they're not gonna do their best. And you think, well, I'm doing pretty well. Well, guess what? You're not doing the best you could. And definitely not getting the most out of yourself, not getting the best ideas, not getting the best thinking, not getting the best energy, not getting the best of anything if you don't take care of your nutrition and your eating habits. And those, you know, over indulgements, uh, over eating on a regular basis, they, that can screw up your sleep and that can screw up your energy levels the next morning and maybe the whole day. And that can actually start your week uh, on the wrong side of the bat, so to speak. And you will not go for the opportunities that if you were feeling your best, you would go for. Uh, your thinking would be restricted in some sort because your body, your brain, they still uh, are recovering from this, you know, maybe drinking, maybe junk food, uh, whatever, you know, you uh, did on the weekend that that is that you know isn't optimal for you for you and again that can be overeating uh that we are talking about today over especially junky foods you know foods with a lot of processed sugars with a lot of processed fats with a lot of weird ingredients that you don't even know the names of you have no idea what they mean uh, all these foods can screw up your energy for uh for quite a few days and if you do it on a regular basis you're just never gonna get to your best energy levels your best thinking your best ideas like your flow 
you know, when you are like in it and you're crushing it, you're never going to get there unless you manage your eating habits. So, and today is about overeating. I uh, overcame it in my life. I struggled with it quite a lot, believe it or not. Um, I used to overeat first. It was, you know, sweets and cookies and all these things that I used to manage my emotions and stressful situations in life that I didn't know how to address or wasn't comfortable at addressing. So I used that and the next morning I would wake up or after a couple of days of doing that, I would wake up and I felt not so good. I didn't feel like going after any opportunity. I'm like, okay, I need a few days to get back to my normal self. And, you know, yeah, I can tell myself that I need a few days, but the universe isn't waiting for anyone. The next best opportunity can be presented to you today. And if you're feeling like shit, you're not going to go for it. You're not going to even notice that because you are in that state when you're just recovering after that weekend. And that is where the danger is. Again, I overcame it in my life. And a lot of people ask me, like, what's your motivation for healthy eating and for going to bed early, you know, uh, not eating late at night, not drinking till? Like, what's your motivation? And my motivation is exactly that. Every single morning, I freaking want to wake up and I want to feel my best. And uh, I want to feel like I want to explore the world, embrace every opportunity, embrace every connection, meet every person with a smile. Uh, I want to crush it every single day. And if, for example, today is the opportunity of my life presents it to myself, itself to myself, then I want to feel like I want to go after it. And that's my main motivation. That's why I go to bed early. That's why I eat healthy. That's why I exercise. Because I want to feel every single morning, Monday, Sunday, Saturday, whatever that is, like my absolute freaking best. And that's why uh, I've been working on my habits, uh, eating, sleeping, exercise. Of course, a lot of mental, you know, work, like working through my negative patterns or things that don't serve me, don't work for me anymore. Uh, overeating was one of them. That's the end point. And uh, with my clients, with people I worked with in different gyms or in different retreats, I do work and did work through a lot of that mental stuff. And I got much, much better with it um, once I worked through it in myself. And now I can give this experience to you guys. Just like to just like to all my clients, you can at least hear these principles that you can work on and then you can reach out. You can always ask for advice uh, from me. And um, if, if something isn't clear, also please do reach out. And you can also look into them by yourself. Maybe, I, I don't know, signing up for some program or reading something more or uh, figuring the next step, how you can improve this habit. So seven habits that my clients, Anna and my other uh, clients used and are using to overcome overeating. And overeating, why it's important again, guys, to um, manage yourself better and to feel uh, and every morning to wake up feeling your absolute freaking best. So number one, sleep. Guys, today I slept an hour more than usual, so I went to bed, well, maybe not an hour, maybe half an hour. I went to bed at 9.30. I usually go to bed by 9, but yesterday I was reading actually a really interesting book, Why Calories Don't Count. By the way, blog is coming up soon. So I was reading this book, and I went to bed at 9.30, and I woke up at 5.30, even though 
most of the time I wake up around 4.30. So I woke up an hour later. I don't usually set up an alarm um, because I want to allow my body and my brain to recover as much as they need. And every time I do this, I allow myself to sleep in because yesterday I had a really like great workout in the gym and I always sleep more after my uh, strength training so again, strength training, reading, and I slept a little bit more, but I'm feeling so absolutely amazing. And that's when I know sleep does matter and it's worth it to sleep a little bit more. But of course, you know, guys, you want to manage your sleeping habits. You want to go to bed more or less on the same time. Uh, you want to wake up after seven, eight um, hours of sometimes you need nine if you train a lot or, you know, there is a lot of stress in your life. So you want to sleep on the same schedule at good times, not like 12 or 1 p.m. This is not a good time for anyone. And your dopamine going to be diminished. You're not going to be feeling as motivated. You're not going to be feeling as recovered because timing matters for recovery of your brain and your body. And also your, when it, why it matters for overeating, your hunger hormones, the hormones that control your hunger levels and also the hormones that control your blood sugar, they all going to be all over the place. So um, you might even notice that then when you don't sleep well, the next uh, day your eating habits are all over the place, like you're craving stuff, you're eating more sugar, you're just eating more in general, you just, you know, it all feels all over the place. But that's the reason your blood sugar is not, isn't controlled that well after bad night of sleep. And your motivation is not there, that also will, you know, not help you to control your eating habits. Um, your hunger levels are increased. And that's why overeating is almost inevitable. And I tell this every time to my clients. They're like, I don't believe you until they go through this over and over and over again. And, and I'm like, this is your pattern. You don't sleep well, you eat much, you eat more crap. And people are, aha, now I see that. And so, yeah, sleep is number one, guys. So on the same time, um, I suggest eight hours in bed at least. Um, because if you're an athlete training a lot, you probably need more. Number two, stress management. And you might ask, well, I know that stress isn't good for me, but how is it related to my eating? Well, because a lot of you guys don't have good mechanisms, practice or practices uh, to manage your stress to lower stress levels without food. That's why uh, that's that's why a lot of my clients, that's why you might be drinking and eating because that's the only tool you basically have to really stress and to lower your stress levels. Uh, when I need to lower my stress levels these days, because I also had to work on, on these skills, um, I go for a walk, I go hiking, I go do something fun, like do explore the city. Um, I draw, I play a game, like uh, not computer game because those for me are addictive, but I don't know, something on paper with my friends, preferably some board games. Um, I draw, I play music, I dance, I meditate, I read. Uh, sometimes I just lay in bed and stare um, at the wall or at the ceiling. Uh, you need to figure out what are some of your stress-releasing, stress-lowering activities that you can use so you <clears throat> don't have, don't feel like food and alcohol are the only tools that you use to relieve your stress? And you might think that it's not your case, but guys, 
If you, at the end of the week, feeling like you're absolutely exhausted and you need to go and eat and drink, that's it, guys. You're not recovering well and you don't have other stress management tools in your toolkit besides foods and food and drinking. And if you want to stop this vicious circle when on the weekends you always feel off and you fall off the wagon, then you want to install more stress management mechanisms in your days throughout the week and on the weekends. Like, what can you do to feel less stressed that doesn't include food or alcohol? What is it? Figure out a list of 10 items And the next time you feel overwhelmed and stressed, try some of those things. But it got to be done in advance. You got to have a plan in place before the, the, you know, the thing happens before the weekend and you don't know what to do. Number three. Number three, habit to prevent overeating. Uh, Eating a nutrient-adequate diet. When my clients come to me, I look at their food journal. Uh, We do this exercise with them. And um, I ask them to, you know, have a few days when they do their normal eating pattern. And so I see what they do without me. And I look at these foods they are eating And I run nutritional analysis on them. And if there are some nutrient missing on a regular basis, then we start on, we start working on introducing these foods. So we create a more nutrient adequate diet. Because guys, if you're not getting certain essential nutrients that your body, your brain, that your organism um, requires, if you aren't getting certain nutrients, you're always going to be hungry. Because the only signal that your body, your brain have to give you, to let you know that you're missing something is hunger. And you're not, your brain cannot tell you like, um, unless, you know, you're eating a lot of walnuts that, for example, I need essential acids, essential fatty acids. No, your brain just going to increase your hunger and you're going to end up overeating. If you just eat, but you're still not eating the nutrients that your body needs, then um, you're still going to be hungry. And that's where a lot of overeating going to come from just because you're missing certain key nutrients in your diet. Number four, uh, focus on fiber, on protein, on fatty acid, essential fats. Um, I can't even tell you how many people, and I'm I'm one of those people, I used to think that I'm like the kind of person who's always hungry. And a lot of my clients are like that. I'm like, I'm always hungry. I didn't know what's wrong with me. Um, if you don't eat sufficient amount of fiber to feed your gut, trillions of bacteria that are in your gut, they need fiber to survive. Otherwise, they're hungry and they make you hungry. If you don't eat essential amino acids or essential proteins that everything in your body runs on and is made of, if you don't need uh, essential fats, fats that are actually need to also build your body and to create hormones and to run all these different processes, if you don't have, again, enough fiber, enough proteins, enough fatty acids, and they those things, they got to be specific. That's why, you know, before that, I was talking about nutrient adequacy. You actually need very specific things to thrive. So if you don't have enough fiber, essential proteins, essential fats, you're going to be hungry because, again, Your brain has the only mechanism to tell you you're missing something, hunger. And hunger ends up in overeating. That's why you want to focus on fiber, on protein, on essential fats, besides, you know, nutrient adequacy and eating enough vitamins and minerals. So that was number four. Uh, Number five, choosing 
foods that work for your gut. Um, what do I mean by that? Well, if you don't tolerate well certain foods, and you might not even uh, like know about that consciously, but if after eating certain foods, you just feel a little bit more anxious, a little bit more irritated, irritated, and for some reason you start craving something, you know, something usually with a lot of calories or um, something sugary, uh, like, you know, those foods that not really good for you, but and you are already kind of full, you just had your meal, but you're still craving things, chances are, and especially if you are low on energy after your meals, you're sleepy after your meals, uh, chances are you're eating foods that don't work for your gut, for your body. So you might have some uh, minor uh, sensitivities or digestive issues or allergies, and that can all result in overeating. Um, that's why with a lot of my clients, we experiment with different foods and we uh, usually measure either blood glucose or energy levels after meals, uh, one hour after meal. And um, my clients and I, we together try, and try to figure out what foods actually work more optimally for them. And by that, I mean, after a meal, you feel satisfied. And in an hour, in a couple of hours, uh, you feel totally fine. You feel energized, ready to go and very positive and um, yeah, full of energy. Uh, so all of that also needs, you need to work on that. Otherwise, again, it can trigger overeating very simply. Um, number six, changing your environment. That is also very, very important, guys. Um, a lot of my clients would accidentally, and I was one of those people also, overeat on, in my case, was cashews, for example, uh, but then also um, I, I had some cookies or chocolate that I bought just in case for when I uh, allow myself a day off or something. So anyhow, I would have those foods that you know, not good for you. And my clients would have all these snaky foods, uh, you know, because they didn't want to throw them away and because they're like, well, sometimes I would have them. And what I'm, <clears throat> what I'm saying here is even your environment, there are foods that were, that you want to stop eating, you're going to end up eating them sooner than later. And if you want to uh, improve your eating habits, you just got to be a freak about organizing, about designing your environment. So eliminate all this processed foods that you don't want to be eating. Don't go to the same cafes. Maybe if you can change your grocery store. So basically what we are trying to do, we are trying to break the patterns and remove the environments that can trigger your overeating because you used to do that overeating or eating that sugary donut in that cafe. So we don't go to that cafe. We don't bring sweets and snacks at home. And, um, you know, some people think that people with great eating habits have more willpower. No, actually, most of those people, and I'm one of those people, we design our environment that it supports our best decisions. So we, when I feel the worst for some reason, you know, something happened in my day, I don't have in my house sweets to calm me down. Now, I worked on my patterns, of course, but also I just don't have these foods. And if I wanted these foods, I would have to like go to a store or if if it's ordering, I would have to install this app because there is nothing on my phone to order food with. And I would have to like make all these choices and it would feel like a whole lot of work. So the point here is design your environment so it supports the habits that you actually want to do instead of making it and make super hard habits that you don't want to do. Add additional friction to habits that you want to break. And number seven, last but not least, it's kind of kind of fun and I guess people don't realize how much it influences their decisions. 
don't make any food decisions at night, like ever. Because at night you have the least amount of willpower, you make your worst decisions because mental fatigue sets in later in the day, because you have to make decisions throughout the whole day, and by the end of the day you usually don't have capacity to make good decisions. So don't go shopping for groceries at night because that's going to stimulate your brain, all the food advertising and smells and sights, and you're going to be at your lowest point with your motivation, with your energy, and you're just not going to make good decisions. You know, I used to uh, overeat at night or just eat, you know, more uh, than I wanted because I would go shopping late at night for something, I don't know, for toilet paper, for water uh, or for kefir. And I would end up buying more and then eating more just because my brain would be stimulated by, by all these sights and thoughts about food. And then at my lowers motivation point late at night, as we all are, I would, of course, give in. And so the solution is to not make any food decisions at night. Pre-plan, prepare everything so you don't think what I'm going to have for dinner at the lowest point of your day. Plan your dinner so it's taken care of in advance. And don't go shopping for groceries at night. Do it in the morning when your mind is sharp and the most motivated, when you have all your mental capacity at your fingerprints, right? So go shopping in the morning, plan all of your food in the morning, and don't think what's for dinner when it's dinner and you're hungry and your brain is already tired, fatigued, and stressed. Like, this is the worst time to do that. So, these are seven habits that we are always working on when we work with my clients. I always work on all of them myself, and that's why my eating habits are close to perfect. But that's not because, you know, I'm some um, perfect or special human being. No, because I worked on that. Also, while going through a lot of my coaching training, I saw these patterns in myself and I worked on them. So to sum it up, to recap, seven habits that Anna and 100 plus of my clients use to stop overeating. Number one, sleep. Sleep enough, sleep on the same schedule. And if you think that six hours of sleep is enough for you, you are wrong. Two, stress. Find ways to manage your stress without food and alcohol and add a little bit of recovery um, things into your week so you don't feel exhausted by the end of the week and you don't feel like you need a whole weekend to just, you know, eat and drink and think about nothing. Number three, eat a nutrient-adequate diet. Uh, you can use some of the uh, nutritional calculators or trackers to figure out if you are getting all of your nutrients. Or you can um, let me know, and I'm more than happy to run your food through a nutritional calculator. It takes almost no time for me at all. Number four, focus on fiber, on protein, and on essential healthy fats in every one of your meals. Number five, choose foods that work for your gut. Make sure that you aren't eating food that you are mildly allergic or sensitive to. Um, number six, change your environment to work for you, not against you. And number seven, don't make any food decisions late at night and don't go grocery shopping late at night because that's when you're at your lowest point of motivation, you make your worst decisions and you are the most stressed. So that's it, guys. Use the, the rules to improve your eating habits. If you have any questions about any specific point um, that we 
talked about today, then please do reach out. I'm going to help you to personalize it. Uh, also, feel free to use a free call with me, free nutritional strategy call, uh, 45 minutes long, where you can ask all of your questions. And I can help you out to go away with a specific actions, specific plan of actions to address those um, eating behaviors. Um, I don't know, things you want to fix, habits you want to break. So all about nutrition, but also changing your habits first and foremost. So uh, share this episode, uh, reach out, uh, use this free nutritional strategy call to uh, maximize the value you're getting from your meals and to make it work for you. Um, again, use this call, share, re-listen, reach out. And guys, most importantly, have an awesome week. Crush it, be your best, do your best. And till next time, as usual, eat better daily.